Here we go. Sit down, buckle up, and let's go racing. For ESPN New Hampshire Radio, I'm Bob Bartis, and this is your NASCAR report. Typically, I take you through my four gears of racing and give you a recap and a preview between first and fourth gear for the races for the Cup Series. Second gear is breaking news in NASCAR, and third gear will get you ready for Truck Series Xfinity recap and preview because this is the final championship weekend at homestead we are modifying gears we're only running three gears this weekend we're going to give you first gear for the truck series friday night under the lights at miami homestead second gear will get you xfinity recap third gear will get you all set for the cup series finale on sunday All right, engine is fired on this ESPN New Hampshire radio-sponsored car. Clutch shift first gear. We are off and running. We are at Miami Homestead Speedway for the Camping World Truck Series final race of the season. This is race number seven in the chase. We are going to crown a champion tonight. Four drivers are in contention, but only one will leave with the championship cup. This is a 1.5-mile Speedway, we're banked 18 to 20 degrees, only 4 degrees of banking on the front stretch and the back stretch that are 1,700 feet long. We're going to go 134 laps, 201 miles. The fuel window is 55 laps, and we are going to have a competition clock. Your defending champion for this race last year is Matt Crafton. He's one of the four drivers looking to repeat and gain his third Truck Series championship. Remember, you don't have to win the race. You just have to be the highest finisher of the four drivers that are in this chase. So we're going to have Matt Crafton. We're going to have Christopher Bell, Timothy Peters, and Johnny Sauter. Three Toyotas, one Chevrolet. We've got a defending champ with... Matt Crafton, we've got the long shot. Timothy Peters has not won a race all year. Christopher Bell, the rookie, driving the Kyle Busch Motorsports Toyota. And you've got a veteran, Johnny Sauter, who is on fire, looking to take the championship away from these Toyota drivers. There's a couple of spoilers in tonight's race. Kyle Larson from the Cup Series is in there. Daniel Suarez from the Xfinity race is going to be driving a Kyle Busch Motorsports Toyota truck. We have seven teenagers starting in the top 12. There's the wild card, folks. Seven teenagers in the top 12, all with rookie stripes. That's going to that's gonna be the excitement that we're going to keep an eye on. This is a multi-groove track. You're going to see dri- drivers running right up against the wall, down 8 to 10 feet from the wall. There's a seam. There's going to be some speed up there. We're going to see Kyle Larson running that, quote, Larson line. We're going to see the other guys run through the middle of the pack, and some of these drivers are going to try to find grip right on the bottom and run the inside line. This is the inaugural season that the truck series are using this format. Before, it was always best on points, and you would be crowned a champion. So if this season we're running, has how has it done in the past with the original chase format? Well, Johnny Sauter would be in first place, and William Byron would be in second place nine points behind and for all intents and purposes tonight's championship would be then be determined between Sauter and Byron because Daniel Hemrick is 22 points behind remember this is a 32 truck race you gain 1.4 
position and one point for leading a lap and one point for leading the most laps. So you're going to end up looking for 34 points on the race. Well, William Byron's nine behind in the old format. That would mean he's in contention. Daniel Hemrick, 22 behind. Long shot, but still a possibility. Timothy Peters, 28 points behind. Christopher Bell and Matt Crafton, 28, 37, and 60 points behind. So Christopher Bell and Matt Crafton, mathematically under the old system, would be eliminated. There is no way they could win the championship. However, tonight it's interesting to note that the top six contenders under the old format include four of the championship drivers for tonight. William Byron is not a contender because he blew the motor last week at Phoenix after leading the most number of laps starting on the pole and having a new track record. He is not in contention, but he would be under the old format. So how did he do tonight? He's on the pole. He brought that truck again. Kyle Busch Motorsports Toyota on the pole. However, he has never raced at Miami Homestead track, and he puts that truck. That shows the level of talent that comes out of Kyle Busch Motorsports and the level of talent that this young man has. And as you know, he signed a deal. He's going to be driving the Xfinity car for for Rick Hendrick next year in the Xfinity series. Who drove this truck last year? Well, guy you might know, guy named Eric Jones. Eric Jones wins the championship for Kyle Busch Motorsports in the truck series in 2015. He signs on with Joe Gibbs Racing, and he's contending for the Xfinity championship this weekend as well. William Byron inherits that truck. I'm, I'm thinking we could put anybody in that truck. Uh, that's how good the quality of the equipment is. But again, you have to have the quality in that driver's seat in order to, you can have the best truck out there, but if you don't have the talent, that's going to finish 32nd real fast. And that's even if you finish the race. But William Byron put that truck on the pole. Outside is Cole Custer driving for Stuart Haas in that Chevrolet. He has never driven at this track. We're going to keep an eye on them. The starting third position, the number 24 of Gallagher Motorsports Chevrolet. Here's your spoiler, Kyle Larson. He's running triple duty this weekend. He's going to have his hands full with a truck steering wheel on Friday night, an Xfinity steering wheel on Saturday afternoon, and then the cup steering wheel on Sunday, all here at Miami Homestead weekend. Your first chase contention driver is in starting in the P4 position, Matt Crafton. Behind him is the number 23, also Gallagher Motorsports. So teammates starting P3 and P5, Spencer Gallagher, John Hunter Nemechek in sixth, Tyler Reddick is the first Ford in your field driving the number 29 Brad Keselowski truck. Remember, he is not renewing his contract with Brad Keselowski in the trucks. He is moving on to the Xfinity race next year, and he announced this week that he will be driving the number 42 Xfinity car for Chip Canassi, and he will be partners and teammates with Kyle Larson. So we're going to keep an eye on that young man. Starting in the eighth position is Christopher Bell. He's the 21-year-old Oklahoma rookie. He has finished in the top 10 13 of the last 15 races. So this young man also on a bit of a hot streak, but let's compare him. He's the youngest guy in the field. Next in line is the the long shot, the number 17 Red Horse Toyota of Timothy Peters. 
Starting in 13th position tonight, 36-year-old Virginia native. He's finished in the top 10 of all six chase races. Next in line, you have Johnny Sauter driving the number 21 Chevrolet, starting deep in the field of all the chase drivers in 19th position, 38-year-old Wisconsin native. He is the only truck driver to earn a win in the in the chase format for this year. Other other last remaining driver that we have here is Matt Crafton in the 88, starting in the fourth position. He won the championship in 2013 and again in 2014. As noted, Eric Jones won it last year in 2015. Matt Crafton's a 40-year-old native from California. He's got seven wins in the last 25 starts on 1.5 mile tracks seven wins in the last 25 starts on 1.5 mile tracks so you know he is the odds on favorite here because he knows how to quiet the nerves he knows how to drive 1.5 mile tracks and he is going to look to take his third championship for this weekend all right green flag we are off and running in the truck series william byron takes the lead and continues to hold it up until lap 30 Kyle Larson now has a lead by three seconds at lap 45. We have a second round of pit stops. The number four of Christopher Bell does a 21-second horribly slow stop. Why? He adds a couple of spring rubbers. He does a track bar adjustment. He's throwing everything at this truck, including the kitchen sink, because he can't compete. He comes He comes in and off pit row in 17th position needing the major changes kyle bush himself is on the radio barking out orders and giving instructions and being the cheerleader to this driver meanwhile you've got reddick and crafton are battling at the restart with your phoenix winner daniel suarez from last week peters and Sauter, meanwhile are battling for the sixth place position Lap 54, Kyle Larson resumes the lead. Lap 67, we're at the halfway point. Larson is still in the lead. Christopher Bell has found the Larson line. He's moved that truck up into 11th. He's inches off the wall. There's a couple of times that that right rear is scraping the wall. You see a little bit of sparks, a little bit of sheet metal damage, but he's keeping the paint on there on the side of the truck and the paint remains on the side of the tires which means he has not thrown off the handling of that truck but he's doing everything to keep it off the wall it it looks like a darlington race at this point we got a lot of paint on the outside wall but right at at this point none of it is christopher bell's Meanwhile, we've got Matt Crafton in second place. William Byron is in third. And your other chase contenders, Sauter and Peters, are battling in fifth and sixth place position. We've got the third caution of the night. When the caution clock basically expires with a couple of seconds left remaining on it in conjunction with the 07 of Staropoli, who now has the second time done a solo spin for the night. He was the one that brought out the second caution, and now he's bringing out the third caution. That eliminates an eight-second lead of Larson over Matt Crafton. And that number four is still rubbing the wall. He's still loose. He's still there. And Kyle Busch is still on the radio cheering him and giving him instructions on where to run that line, how to side draft off somebody, and how to when to pull down into the inside line to sweep back up to the outside wall. We now have the restart with 50 to go. Your chasers are in second place, Matt Crafton, fourth place for Johnny Sauter, sixth place 
for Christopher Bell, 10th place with Timothy Peters. So if you can't tell, these chase contenders all in the top 10 position all have a shot at winning. Remember, you don't have to win the race. You just have to be the best finisher. Larson is still your leader. At lap 92, Bell, Crafton, and Sauter are all battling for fourth, fifth, and sixth position. If either one of these guys touches the other, there's going to be a wreck. They're going to take themselves out, and we're, and Timothy Peters is in the catbird seat waiting to take advantage, hoping that there's going to be a wreck between Bell, Crafton, and Sauter. Meanwhile, Larson and William Byron are battling for the lead with Tyler Reddick. 30 to go. All your chasers are in the top nine. They're running fourth, fifth, eighth, and ninth. The fourth caution comes out with 24 to go. Hey, guess what? It's that 07, the pink car of Star Paroli, loops it around again for the third time, driving all by himself. Now, the crew chief conundrum in the truck series is before you. You are the crew chief. You need to make the decision right now. There is 24 laps to go. New tires are obviously the fastest. Do you bring the, and you only have one set of tires left for your team for the entire night. This is true for all teams across the board. So the question becomes, do you give up your position? Do you come onto pit row and take your last set of tires for the entire night? Or do you gamble, stay out, keep the position, try to hold off the other drivers, and if and when another caution comes out, you come in, get the last set of tires, and then you will be the fastest truck on the field. You have to gamble as to whether or not there will be one more caution left on that race for the evening. If not, you're going to be hero to zero real quick. What is your decision? I will help you make that. History has shown that the caution has come out with four laps or less in seven of the last nine races. So we're going to have a caution and a green flag run with four laps remaining, seven out of the nine races to go. Does that change your decision? Do you now come in? Are you going to pit or are you going to stay out? Cue the Jeopardy theme. Here's what happens. Everyone comes in. They're not going to wait for the last round gamble. They don't think they can hold the position. All the chase contenders, everyone on the, on the lead lap comes in. They take their tires, and now we've got a restart with 20 to go. Tyler Reddick took two tires. That puts him out first, and he's going to try to hold off the field. And smart move by him because now he still has two remaining tires that if there is a late caution, he can come back in, take the other two left sides, and then try to move back through the field with a handful of laps left and with fresh tires. The 88 and the 21 are out behind him with 16 to go. Johnny Sauter is in fourth, passing Matt Crafton, who is now in fifth. Matt Crafton has been your chase contender leader throughout the race. Johnny Sauter has now taken the fourth position, but Christopher Bell is in seventh. Timothy Peters is in ninth. Meanwhile, Tyler Reddick and William Byron, they're battling for bragging rights. It's Ford versus Toyota. It's two guys who are not going to be in the series after the next 16 laps, they want to go out with a win. They are battling first and second. Ten to go. Byron takes the lead over Reddick. Larson is sitting in third. Sauter remains in fourth. Matt Crafton, something's wrong with that truck. He starts to sink through the field. He's back to seventh. Timothy Peters is eighth, and Christopher Bell is in ninth. Now there appears to be a battle for the second place contention in those chase drivers. Somebody needs to make a run with 10 to go. With five to go, it's the same 
list of characters. We are going to stay this way all the way to the green finish. There is no last lap caution. Tyler Reddick doesn't need those last two tires. All the crew chiefs who gambled and brought the guys in at 24 to go made the smart move. They made their best run they could. There's no second guessing at this point. William Byron takes the win seventh time this season. This rookie has put that truck for Kyle Busch into victory lane. That record is shattered. The last one who had it was Kyle's brother, Kurt, who had four truck wins in his season. No one has ever matched that record. And now William Byron's seventh win of the season will be advancing to Hendrick Motorsports. Not Joe Gibbs, not Kyle Busch. This is the story that has perplexed me all season long. Who got fired at Kyle Busch Motorsports? Why did this young man not get signed to a multi-year contract in the trucks, in the Xfinity? Why has someone not locked him up? He is now driving Chevrolet for Hendrick next year instead of Kyle Busch or Joe Gibbs Racing Toyotas. But that's not the story. William Byron is your race winner, but Johnny Sauter is your truck series champion. Tyler Reddick finished in second. Sauter with that third place finish gets his first championship ever. He was the deepest in the field of all the chase drivers. Joe Shear, his his crew chief, very tearful, very emotional, gave a great victory speech thanking everybody on the team. This is now basically a Florida bookend for him. Remember, Johnny Sauter was with a different team for several years, now comes over to Gallagher Motorsports for 2016. This storyline, I'm going to asterisk and footnote it. It's very reminiscent of Kevin Harvick driving forever with Richard Childress Racing. Just couldn't get it done, couldn't find that magic spark. Kevin Harvick leads Richard Childress in 2014, signs on with Tony Stewart and has a new crew chief. And lo and behold, Kevin Harvick wins the cup championship in 2014. Johnny Sauter pulls a similar type maneuver, comes to Gallagher Motorsports, and now has his first championship. He won the Daytona race, first time in that truck, first time running for that team. Daytona 2016, Johnny Sauter wins. He gets a couple of wins during the season with Martinsville and Texas and doesn't get the victory on the track, but takes the championship trophy home with that third place finish. This is the 23rd season that the truck drivers have been running, and for 15 different times, or Matt or Johnny Sauter becomes the 15th different driver to win in the truck series. Kyle Larson, teammates to Sauter, at least for tonight, driving the 24 Gallagher Motorsports Chevrolet, finishes right behind him in fourth. Daniel Hemrick finished in fifth. Remember, he's teammates for Tyler Reddick, so Brad Keselowski Racing finished second and fifth. William Byron getting the win. His teammate, Daniel Suarez, finished in sixth. So Kyle Busch Motorsports had the first, the sixth, and the eighth place. So let's recap for your championship contenders. Matt Crafton, Finished in 7th, Christopher Bell in 8th, and Christopher Bell, this is 7 races in the chase, 6 out of the 7, he's finished in the top 10, and that is not enough to win the championship. You figure that one out. 
seven races in the chase, six times you finish in the top 10 for that, and that average is not good enough to win the championship. That shows you the level of competition for these drivers in the truck series, all trying to make a name for themselves. Meanwhile, in Timothy Peters finished in ninth. He got six top 10s in the chase. Again, not enough. He's going to finish fourth. So you can finish in the top 10 all, practically every single race of the chase, and you're finishing third and fourth, respectively, in the championship contention. Rounding out your top 10, Cole Custer started in the P2 position, finished 10th for Tony Stewart Racing. Remember, he is also a driver that will be advancing to the Xfinity Race Series next year. So now, Kyle Busch Motorsports is crowned the owner's champion for number nine, William Byron. Kyle Busch and his wife, Samantha, take to the stage with William Byron. They accept the trophy for the owner's championship. You ready for this stat? Kyle Busch Motorsports has won the owner's champion five out of the last seven years. Five out of the last seven years, Kyle Busch and the Toyota have taken the owner's championship. So for any listeners out there, that want to get into the truck series figure out how you can sign on with kyle bush motorsports because obviously he's got the technology he's got the laptops he's got the database and as as you heard through this race kyle bush was on the radio talking through his drivers hands-on approach nice job by him the question is will any of this on friday's race distract him from trying to defend his sprint cup championship on sunday we will have to tune in on sunday to find out meanwhile you have your gallagher motorsports this is the third full-time season that gallagher motorsports has been in the series as a company they have seven wins six wins this year three with johnny Sauter, and the other you ready for this seven wins from five different drivers driving for gallagher motorsports who has been in that well and there's been 14 different drivers competing for gallagher motorsports 10 of them have scored top five here are the five different winners driving for gallagher motorsports austin Dillon, johnny Sauter, grant enfinger remember him from a couple of weeks ago that rookie in that truck not even a rookie in the series i think it was his third or his fourth truck start he put that truck into victory lane ben kennedy has won for them and kyle larson so folks if you can't get signed on by kyle bush motorsports for a ride in your truck series then you want to jump on with gallagher motorsports in that chevrolet because as you've seen they got 14 different drivers in in this truck series most of them are scoring in the top 10 and five different guys have put it into victory lane so leaving homestead miami florida on friday november 18th 2016 congratulations to johnny Sauter driving the number 21 chevrolet for gallagher motorsports johnny Sauter is your camping world truck series champion 2016 Clutch shift second gear. We are at Miami Homestead for the Xfinity Series Championship. We've got 40 drivers, 200 laps, 300 miles, pit row speed, 45 miles an hour, and the fuel window is going to land between 55 and 60 laps. Four drivers are seeking their first championship ever. We've got Junior Motorsports with Sadler and Allgaier versus Joe Gibbs Racing Toyotas for Suarez and Eric Jones. Let's give you a setup for the four drivers that are in the championship contention. We have the veteran of Elliott Sadler, 41 years old from Virginia. He's got four top tens in 10 starts at Miami. We've got the underdog, 
Justin Allgaier, 30-year-old kid from Illinois, never finished in the top 10 in six starts here. He's got no wins for the season, yet he's in the final four contention for the championship in the Xfinity Series. Meanwhile, over at Joe Gibbs Racing Toyotas, we have Daniel Suarez. He's the Cinderella kid, 24-year-old from Monterey, Mexico. He's only been on this track once, and he finished sixth last year in 2015 when he won the rookie title in the Xfinity Series. Meanwhile, we have the other rookie, Eric Jones, 20-year-old kid from Michigan. He's only had one Xfinity start here at Miami. He finished third last year in 2015 when he ran double duty because Eric Jones was your 2015 Truck Series champion. William Byron inherited that truck over at Kyle Busch Motorsports, and Eric Jones took on the number 20 Toyota for Joe Gibbs Racing. Let's look at the starting grid. All four chasers are in the top six. Three of them are starting one, two, and three. On the pole, Daniel Suarez in the number 19 era-sponsored Toyota. Outside to him in the P2 position is the number one of the one financial bank sponsored car of Elliott Sadler in the P3 position is the number 20 for Eric Jones next we're going to have a cup spoiler former rookie Ryan Blaney is in the 22 normally driven by Brad Kazalowski. so Blaney is going to pilot that number 22 in the fourth position Austin Dillon another spoiler down from the cup series starting in the P5 position number six or sixth starting position goes to the number seven of Justin Allgaier, and that is your fourth chase contender starting in the sixth position. Meanwhile, we have Matt Tift driving the number 18 Nas Energy for Kyle Busch. And also down from the Cup Series, we have Kyle Larson in the number 42. Remember, he's running triple duty. He ran last night in the Truck Series, and he's going to run tomorrow in the Cup Series. Also down from the Cup Series, driving the number 88, Alex Bowman. He's looking for a job in 2017. He's going to run the Xfinity Series, and after we run 400 miles tomorrow at the Cup Series, this man is out of a job. He's doing resume-building racing. All right, we have green flag off and running in the Xfinity Series. Right out of the gate, Eric Jones and Elliott Sadler make contact. The number one of Elliott Sadler had a poor start, and the 20 rear-ended the number one. We'll see if that sheet metal damage on the hood of the 20 has any bearing, and did that crumple up the rear spoiler of the number one for Elliott Sadler? At the quarter mark of this race, Elliott Sadler is struggling. He cannot find rear grip. He keeps trying to readjust so that right rear has grip and allows him to accelerate off the corners. The number back in ninth position is Eric Jones. He's still struggling to find grip. Meanwhile, the 42, Kyle Larson, has found the high groove. He is running the outside wall the same way he did in the truck series, and his car is dialed in inches from that wall. And meanwhile, Suarez and Allgaier are leading and in second place, respectively. At lap 61, we have a battle for the lead. Suarez and Allgaier going back and forth. He's got a, he, Allgaier, has a trunk full of Larson, and Alex Bowman is coming on as he has found traction in the outside groove. Chase drivers are running one, two, eighth, and ninth. At lap 72, Allgaier has scraped the wall. He got a Darlington stripe in Miami. 
We have post-green flag stops. Larson is continuing to lead the field. And now we are bunched up due to a caution number three for a loose wheel on pit row. At the halfway mark, your top three drivers are Suarez, Ty Dillon, and Justin Allgaier. Meanwhile, Eric Jones is in 10th. Elliott Sadler, still looking for grip, is running 13th at lap 120. We have a hole in the nose and damage to the number 20. He's got arrow problems. Is his day going to be done? Is his championship hopes out of the picture? They're going to fix him on pit stop. The number 20 Toyota crew has the piece of sheet metal, Durabond, anything that they can block that hole because this hole in the grill on the right side is dramatically affecting the aerodynamics. The fourth caution comes out for the number 48, Brandon Poole. He's got a right side flat. We're going to restack the field for the restart on lap 130 of 200. Suarez is your leader. Allgaier is second. Elliott Sadler's in fourth. And we have now patched the nose on the number 20 of Eric Jones. He's coming out of the pits in 13th position. We now have lap 138, fifth caution of the day. Ryan Reed blows a tire. The 46 and the 51 wrecked together. Huge fire. Quite a spectacle to see. This race gets red flagged with 54 to go. All four chase drivers are lined up one, two, three, and four. With 45 to go, we have a new leader as Allgaier passes Suarez and Jones takes advantage. He moves up to second, dropping Suarez to third. With 25 to go, Suarez has resumed the lead. Allgaier in second. Eric Jones patched the nose out of nowhere. He's back up to the third position. Elliot Sadler is still struggling. He's now back to the 12th position. 20 to go. Allgaier running in second. Scrapes the wall. Loses the spot. And now the teammates, Suarez and Eric Jones, are running 1-2. As we heard through the media comments during the week, the teammate system is thrown out the window when it comes to a championship. Will the 20 move the 19? Will the 19 be able to hold off the teammate number 20? 10 to go. They're still running nose to tail. Suarez and Eric Jones. Allgaier has has come back after scraping the wall. He is running in third. Elliot Sadler distant than 11th. He doesn't look like he can mount a challenge. Wait, we got the seventh caution of the day when the 07 spins. It is now into the hands of the pit crew. Some of these teams have stickers. Some of them don't have stickers. They're going to have to run on scruffs. Is it going to be a situation where you don't pit at all? It's going to be determined. There's 17 cars on the lead lap. What do you do? The 19, the leader of Suarez comes in. He takes four sticker tires. He comes in first and out second. Eric Jones has no sticker tires left. He has to use scuffs. These tires that he used earlier in the race have six laps on them, so the compound on that Goodyear rubber tire has been heated and then cooled that'll give him some durability to go the distance but we don't care because we only have 10 laps left to go so now Eric Jones has come in second and he is going out third the number seven of Justin Allgaier he puts four stickers on it and he takes a round of wedge to loosen him up he comes out in fifth position Elliot Sadler back in 11th has to make a gamble he takes two stickers and a two pit tire stop so he came in 10th he comes out first he's going to be on first with two tires wait a minute 
One guy did not pit. The number 14 of Cole Witt stayed out. So Cole Witt is now going to be starting in the 20, in the first position. And that's going to stack up these, the rest of these drivers. So Elliot Sadler does not get to choose the outside line where he wants to be with two new tires on the right side. His crew chief pleads with the crew chief for the 14. Toyota's asking, or Chevy's asking for move over, do this, do that. They won't hear of it. It's not going to happen. Cole Witt is going to start on the outside. Elliott Sadler is down low on the inside. The 14 spins his tires. He stacks up Eric Jones and Jason Allgaier on the outside. Sadler and Suarez are racing into turn one, but two tires are no match for four tires. And Suarez is off to the races. He clears Elliott Sadler. He is going to take that number 19 Aris Toyota for Joe Gibbs Racing into victory lane. That's the third win of the season, the third win of his career. It's the first ever international championship in the NASCAR series. And the moral of the story for NASCAR is exactly what they wanted. You had to win the race in order to win the championship. This elimination round absolutely paid off in the truck series, absolutely paid off in the Xfinity series. Joe Gibbs has now won the Xfinity title for the first time since Kyle Busch has done it in 2009. And this is the sixth consecutive year that a driver under 25 years of age has won the championship. Think about that for a minute. I say every week, the names of today are the drivers in the Cup Series tomorrow. This is the sixth consecutive year that a driver under the age of 25 has won the Xfinity championship and he did so and Joe Gibbs did so with Scott Graves as the crew chief for the number 19 on Suarez Scott Graves you may know was the crew chief last year when Chris Busher driving a Ford won the Xfinity championship for 2005 Scott Graves jumps from Ford to Joe Gibbs Toyota Racing and shows that that contract move was good for him because he helped put that number 19 into victory lane, takes the first position. Finishing second is the number three of Ty Dillon. Third position with the two tires is the number one of Elliott Sadler. That is the third time that Elliott Sadler has been the runner-up in the championship series. Fourth place goes to the number 22 of Ryan Blaney. Fifth place goes to Austin Dillon and the number two brother to Ty Dillon. Sixth place goes to Chase Contender Justin Allgaier for Junior Motorsports. Kyle Larson finishes seventh. The 62 of Brendan Gaughan finishes in eighth. And Eric Jones finishes in ninth. And thank you, Cole Witt, stacking up the field, playing a spoiler, if you will, trying to make a name for himself with zero tires on that restart. Uh, it shows you where zero tires finished a couple of laps later. 18th position. So let, let's finish off your chasers here. We have the Toyota number 19 who started first, finished first. The Chevrolet number one of Elliott Sadler started second, finished third. Chevrolet for Junior Motorsports, the number seven of Justin Allgaier started sixth, finished sixth. And lastly, the Toyota of Eric Jones teammates started third and finished in ninth after getting bottled up on the restart. So congratulations to Daniel Suarez. That is your Xfinity champion for 2016. Clutch shift third gear. We are Sunday, November 20th. The Sprint Cup finale at Homestead, and we are sending Sprint Cup away. This is the last time that they will be sponsoring this series. This is race number 36. 
And we have 267 laps for 400 miles. Again, pit row speed is 45 miles an hour. And just like Xfinity, the fuel window is going to be 55 to 60 laps. Now, let's take a look at your chase contenders. You have a Toyota starting ninth of Kyle Busch. Four wins in the series, Martinsville, Texas, Kansas, and Indianapolis. The Toyota starting in 10th position, the number 19 of Carl Edwards. Three wins on the season, Bristol, Richmond, and Texas, too. The Ford starting in 13th of Joey Logano. Three wins at Michigan, Talladega, and Phoenix. Joey's got the hot hand. He's finished four times in the top three last four races. Four times top three last four races and lastly we have the chevrolet starting in 14th position the number 48 six-time champion jimmy johnson he's got four wins on the season so we have atlanta fontana charlotte and martinsville so if this is race 36 and we got four drivers counting up those wins for those four drivers that's 14 wins on the season between those four drivers in 36 races so you're gonna make me do math what's that come out a little bit more well one third would be 12 they got 14 wins 40 percent of the wins on the season are coming down to your fourth your four chase contenders once again nascar you got this format dialed right in this is going to be exciting racing all four of them deserve to be there and and if you're a listener at home and your driver is not, well, that's what happens in the elimination format. The best car on the day does not always win. The fastest car on the day in NASCAR does not always win. The best driver of the season does not always win. But we got four talented drivers looking to take home a championship after 267 laps. Kevin Harvick is on the pole. Brad Kazalowski is outside. Tony Stewart's last ride. Check out the YouTube tribute that Kid Rock did for Tony Stewart, and that says it all about him. Definitely worth the time to look into that. We are lining them up on the field. Whoa, check this out. The number 48 car is being examined by the officials. They are checking the A post for any manipulation done by the 48 team. This car is now called into question. There is a black aerodynamic fin that runs from the windshield over the driver's door back to the rear windshield and as part of that that is being examined chad Knauss has to take a razor blade and start peeling the labels and the paint away from that fin all down that front a post that is on the driver's side of the windshield and that is being examined templates are being brought back out on and put on the car as well as all the other chase drivers I don't know what NASCAR saw. I don't know what they did. They yanked his 14th place starting position. The 48 is starting P40, dead last on the field. We are green flag and running. Harvick is leading. He cycles through green flag pit stops. Edwards gets to lead a lap in there. At lap 50, your chasers are running two, three, four, and five with Carl Edwards leading that over Logano, Kyle Busch, and Jimmy Johnson. At lap 80, we have the second caution. We're coming back out. What is this? Joey Logano has started short pitting. We're going to run 37 laps, and he's putting this car into the pits to take tires because tires are faster. The fuel window is 55 to 60. He's going to force everyone else to come off sequence and pit with him because his four tires will start lapping the field, and he's pitting 25. 20, 25 laps sooner than he needs to for fuel, but he's going to take on the tires. We told you that the the teams had 12 sets here. He's going to make use. He's using all of those sets throughout throughout the race. We come back out, and Brad Keselowski is up front. 
Then there's Joey Logano. Then there's Carl Edwards. Then there's Kyle Busch. Logano comes back in. He's pitting 38 laps later. And at the halfway point at lap 134, Kyle Larson in the 42 Chip Ganassi Chevrolet target car doing triple duty. He ran the trucks. He ran Xfinity. He's running the same line up against the wall, looking not to get the Darlington stripe as he's going through Miami Homestead. Right behind him is Carl Edwards. Kevin Harvick is in the mix. Joey Logano is there. Kyle Busch and further back in the field in 10th is Jimmy Johnson, who has recovered from starting 40th and moved right back up. At lap 139, the 18 thinks he's got a right front going down. He pits. He changes all four tires. There's no issues with the tire, but now he's one lap down in 21st position with 100 to go. Cousin Carl Edwards is the best chase runner with the positioning and has led the most laps of the chasers. At lap 172 or 267, we have the third caution for debris. That puts Kyle Busch back on the lead lap and back into the cycle. With 60 to go, we've got the fourth caution of the day when Ryan Blaney blows the right front. He goes into the wall. That's the second time today that he's run into that wall. 50 to go. We've got Kyle Larson remains your leader. Kyle Busch is there. Joey Logano is there in third. Kevin Harvick is bookended between the chasers with right behind him with Carl Edwards in fifth. And Jimmy Johnson in six. There's 16 cars on the lead lap, but Tony Stewart is already down a lap in 21st. So much for him getting his 50th win in his final career start for Sprint Cup. With 30 to go, we've got the same format. Joey Logano, I'm sorry, Kyle Larson is up front, and you have Kyle Bush and Joey Logano right there. They've moved past as does Kevin, uh, uh, Carl Edwards past Kevin Harvick with 25 to go. The 19 is past the 18. Cousin Carl is ahead of Kyle Busch for second place, and they're going to look to make a run at Kyle Larson. But then again, they don't have to because they just have to be the best finisher of the four is going to win the championship. Carl Edwards is out front. Fifth caution of the day, some guy named Lupton. He's a field filler in my mind. He blows a tire. There's 15 to go. There's now the restart with 11 to go. Kyle Larson outside. Cousin Carl Edwards on the inside. Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano make up the second row with your other chasers. The 18 and the 48 of Kyle Busch and Jimmy Johnson behind him. Here comes Joey Logano. He makes a run down to the inside going into turn one. The 19 comes down a block. They're running across the yellow painted asphalt. Cousin Carl Edwards throws the block. Joey Logano gets into him, and the 19 goes into the wall. As a result, the number two Miller Ford light beer of Brad Kazalowski teammates to Logano cuts across the field. He takes Martin Truex out. Martin Truex goes up in flames. That whole front of the car is engulfed in flames. He gets out of the car like he's shopping for groceries. He has no problem getting out of this car that's fueled, that's pushing fuel into the fire, lighting it up. The race gets red flagged for 31 minutes. Cousin Carl Edwards gets out of the car, goes over to the pits of Joey Logano, shakes hands with the entire team, apologizes for throwing the block, and basically tells the 22 to go win the championship. Hey, Carl, your teammates with the 18, what are you doing? Stop running for office. Stop being a political candidate. You're supposed to be a race car driver. That's what you do. You throw blocks and you win races. You're out of the race. Your teammate's still in it. There's seven to go under caution. And guess what? The 22 comes into pit for four tires. What is he doing? He's, he's now in eighth place. Kevin Harvick and 
Kyle Larson start up front. The 18 and the 48 are behind him. Ricky Stenhouse spins, brings out your eighth caution. There's three to go. Kyle Busch comes into the pits. What are you doing? You're giving up fourth place, third place. You're coming into the pits for four tires. Oh, boy, we're going to have a restart now. Kyle Larson on the outside. Jimmy Johnson on the inside who avoided the wreck when Carl Edwards blew up earlier. Now the 22 is behind the 48. Will he wreck them? The non-chase contenders are starting on the outside. The 42 and the 4. And the 48 breaks away on the restart. And he cruises to the seventh time championship for Rick Hendrick and Jimmy Johnson. That's the 80th win for Jimmy and the seventh championship in 15 seasons. That ties him with Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt. Kyle Larson puts it into second place position. Right behind him is Kevin Harvick in the number four. Lastly, your uh, fourth place goes to Chaser. Joey Logano in the number 22. Penske Ford. Fifth place goes to Jamie McMurray and Kyle Busch notwithstanding those new tires and the run to the end, did not have enough time to get up front. He finishes sixth. So that concludes your NASCAR season with Jimmy Johnson becoming your champion for the seventh time. And now, unfortunately, I will get you some news and up to, and up to speed throughout the holiday season. But for all intents and purposes, NASCAR is now on hold. Championship weekend has concluded. And we are done until the Daytona 500 start the countdown, February 2017. I'd like to thank all my sponsors, all my listeners, my crew chiefs here for getting this podcast and this broadcast up and running. Again, anytime something is coming out in NASCAR, heads up, Greg Biffle has left Roush Fenway Racing. Further details to follow. But for now... That is all I have for the 2016 Johnny Sauter is your Truck Series champion. Daniel Suarez in the Toyota. Sauter takes it in the Chevrolet. Suarez takes the Joe Gibb Racing Toyota in the Xfinity Series. And the Chevrolet for Rick Hendrick, the number 48 Lowe's team, Jimmy Johnson, is your seventh time champion. Until next season, keep it in gear. Hold your line. I'll meet you in victory lane. For ESPN New Hampshire Radio, I'm Bob Bartis. This is your NASCAR Report. Oh, yeah.